welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled Racism, and in this week's message, the preacher will bring a lesson that clearly shows from God's Word that God wants everyone to be saved, that He loves everyone equally, and that He sent His Son Jesus Christ to die for the sins of all mankind. The preacher this week will bring together scientific and biblical proof that we are all of one blood and from one God who wants everyone in this world to know for sure that they are going to heaven. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. What is real racism? Real racism is hate for other ethnic groups, other peoples, other families. Uh, By the way, uh, communism is class hatred. It's also a form of racism. Marxism, and by the way, most of the modern Democratic Party and and the extreme liberals and the race baiters uh, are, are, are racist themselves. Plain and simple. Um... Ku Klux Klan, that's obviously racist. Aryan nations, obviously racist. But so are the Black Panthers. It goes all ways, folks. It's not, it's not exclusive to one people group. Um, Black Lives Matter is racist. You look at their creed. They are, they are more Marxist than anything else. They're not just about get, getting... And by the way, if you get rid of the police... If they really cared about black lives, they would not be talking about getting rid of the police. Because blacks are probably going to suffer disproportionately, especially in the big cities. But it'd be only a matter of time before we'd end up having to protect ourselves with our weapons. And nobody wants to live like that. Anybody wants to live like that is a kook. Can you imagine having to stay up all night just to protect your home? You know, well, it's, it's my night to sleep. It doesn't sound like fun. I've seen pictures of burned out Beirut. I'm not interested. But um, they're anti-capitalist, they're anti-family, they're anti-the United States. Uh, I, I mean, it's just crazy. And by the way, you can get in trouble for saying all lives matter. Well, how is that not racist? So it, it's not something exclusive to one group of people. And in many countries around the world, including Europe, Asia, Africa, they have things like, eth- you ever hear, here's a nice way of, of cleaning it up, ethnic cleansing. Translate, mass genocide, mass murder, where one group of people tries to wipe out and exterminate another group, and it's going on today. So that's real racism. Now, when the the Democrats, in order to try to win elections and and try to um, uh, mascot certain groups of people to keep voter blocks, talk about America being systemically racist, they don't know what they're talking about. Well, they do, maybe. There is racism in the United States, but I believe this. I don't think the United States is a systemically racist nation, especially when compared to other nations. Now, is there prejudice around? Yes. And if we're truthful, every one of us has some prejudice. You say, let's take the word prejudice. What does it mean? Prejudge. Prejudge. And when we judge 
uh, when we judge people uh, prematurely as a result of just things like skin color or language or, or where they live or something, that's prejudice. And, and by the way, that goes against so many uh, principles in the book of Proverbs. Uh, scripturally, prejudice equates with self-righteousness. It really does. You know, the I'm better than you. And we set up the criteria. And it's, it's not any different than uh, prejudice. Now, a short little history review here uh, with the United States in regard to this. And again, oversimplistic. I get it. So please don't come up to me later and say, well, you left out. The, you, I, I left out more than that, okay, just for the sake of time. But uh, let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about slavery. Uncomfortable subject. Initially, when slavery started here in the United States, as we typically understand it, with blacks being brought to our country as slaves, which, by the way, was a terrible sin. And this country paid for it in the bloodiest war in all of its history. Now, when they were brought here, a lot of fellow Africans sold their brothers. Most of them were Muslims, by the way, who still traffic in slavery in Africa today. You don't believe me? Look it up. Find out what's going on. Sold, sold. Sometimes it was tribal enemies and things of that nature, but they they sold them to slave traders who brought them here to the United States and other parts of the world. And uh, white plantation owners owned those people, and that's wrong. That's absolutely wrong. Uh, John Newton, the man who wrote Amazing Grace. How many of you know that name? Okay, he was a slave trader before he came to Christ. He was a slave trader before he came to the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, gave that up. Now, the the Civil War didn't solve everything. Fast forward, and I and I do mean fast forward. Uh, I'm holding a book here, and I'll just reference a few books here and there. I'm holding a book called The Greatest Generation by Tom Brokaw. How many of you ever read The Greatest Generation? All right, uh, some of you did. I, I think it's a good book. It's about the World War II generation. Now, you could argue whether that was the greatest generation or not, uh, but they did do some remarkable things. And uh, they fought against Japanese imperialism, and they fought against uh, Nazi Germany, and uh, many of them lost their lives to try to stop those forms of racism, which is what they were. And, uh, and yet, yet, uh, did, did that generation, was, was that the generation that would not let blacks sit in the front of the bus, but had to go to the back of the bus? Yes. And a lot of other things like that, that were wrong, that, that needed to go. So my question is that a lot of the, the, the liberal commentators will say things like, well, that was the greatest generation. But, but they, they allowed for the fact that we were hopefully moving in the right direction on those issues, and we eventually did. Now, fast forward to the current generation, and all this pulling down the statues, my goodness, Mahatma Gandhi isn't safe. Abraham Lincoln isn't safe. Statues of the Lord Jesus Christ. How far are they going to go with this? Okay? But the whole idea now is that they will judge every generation in light of their current standard. And by the way, then no statues are going to stand. Because no man is perfect, right? So just, just a little something to think about. But in context, uh, we'll blow a lot of kisses at this generation, but there were some problems when it comes to race and prejudice. 
and and those were dealt with over time and uh, continue to be dealt with. So uh, then then you go from that generation to the civil rights movements uh, in the 60s. And uh, so so in come the baby boomers. How many of you are a baby boomer? Okay, you're, you're the baby. So what does that, that phrase mean? After the Second World War, all the soldiers came back to their wives. Everybody got happy and there were a lot of kids. <laughs> right? And it was a real, it was a, it was a large, you know, large families, lar- large influx of population in the country. And so they call us uh, a baby boomers. I, I remember growing up in, uh, I was born in Chicago. Uh, but by the time I was about six years old, my folks moved us out to the suburbs. Uh, my dad told me the story this way one time. He said he was, he was sitting there in the apartment, third story apartment, looking out the back alley. And he saw a bunch of rats running around in the back alley. And he said, I got to get my family out of here. And so he became part of what was called sociologically the white flight into the suburbs. How many of you ever heard that phrase? Okay, don't get nervous. I'm just telling you my experience, okay? Doesn't mean everything here was right, everything was wrong. I'm just telling you uh, what I saw and what I experienced, a little bit of that. And, uh, uh, and, and Chicago was a very segregated uh, town. My dad's full-blooded Italian. My mom's full-blooded Polish. The joke in both families was that it was an interracial marriage. You can laugh. And, and that generation, my generation, we grow up telling ethnic jokes all the time and bantering back and forth and laughing and having a lot of fun with it. Try that now, they'll, you know, they'll tattoo a swastika on your forehead. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying all ethnic jokes are good. Some are, some are what I would call uh, foolish jesting. They go over the top. But stuff like that isn't necessarily racism. Now, I don't tell as many anymore because they don't amuse me as much. And also, I don't want to lose an opportunity to witness to somebody. But I can handle a joke on my ethnicity. I mean, don't get jealous that I'm... A Samaritan, I'm a Samaritan Italian, but also a Samaritan Pole. You know, one of the jokes that sums it up, I remember hearing these jokes as a kid all the time. My mom, whose maiden name was Dombrowski, came home with all the Polish jokes, and my dad, a full blood Italian, came home with all the Italian jokes. You know, two smallest books in the world, uh, Polish who's who and Italian war heroes. <laughs> we thought it was funny. Now, you can't tell that anymore, okay? And I'm sure somebody watching this somewhere live stream is going to accuse me of being a racist or something like that. Whatever. But that's that's just how we grew up. Uh, Brother Don Espinosa. I remember Brother Don Espinosa. He didn't give me a moment's rest about the fact I was Polish. And then he did some research on his own genealogy. He thought he was Jewish and Mexican, and then he found out he had some Polish blood. So I welcomed him into the family. You know, I mean, it's a shame we can't have any fun with that stuff anymore. But that's uh, that's my generation. And again, that kind of stuff, uh, you know, it can be over the top. Uh, it, it can be uh, it can be probably not expedient, but I, I wouldn't call that racism per se. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Racism by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons... We have heard numerous examples from the Bible of how people like Paul the Apostle labored to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ not only to his own people, but to those throughout the world that had never heard. And this is the very message that God wants to get across to us today. God wants everyone, no matter what they look like or where they were born, to know that he loves them and sent his son Jesus Christ to die for their sins. 
And if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. And we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. And of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.